Fresh and new, we are back again, STC Pod, with the latest episode post Barry Game Exchange. It's the next day. It's Monday, the day after the Barry Game Exchange. And just as I started this record, I am Bill of STC Pod. My host, Joe, AC Decepticon, muted his mic. So I don't know what that means. Sorry, I was having a, I was trying having a conversation with Siri. I was trying to get her to, uh, say something that was going to be funny. And then I uh, bet she, uh, refused the, the first woman ever to refuse me. I think she's a robot, Though technically she's probably got AI intelligence. So maybe the smartest woman to refuse me. I don't know what, what you're talking about. Come on, dude. I don't know what you gotta go over I'm still, uh, post convention tired wiped out man i even had a nap today had to have a nap why you had a nap yeah i couldn't what, take today it. yeah oh, must be nice well I you was... know i was up super early getting kids off to school yeah, and too. uh me too. no i'm up seven o'clock early. i'm up at seven too and then uh around 10 10 in the morning couldn't handle it anymore my kids are up at 6 30 dude yeah. And you have people looking after them. Yeah. But I still get up at seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get up at seven and get handed your coffee and your oatmeal and uh, told to stay away until you drive them to school. No, today I had to shower and yeah, I put the garbage out. It's garbage day. And then, uh, we were ready to go to school. doesn't matter. I'm still up at seven. Same as you. It's just the point I'm trying to prove. Well, I think I need to talk louder. Last week's record, I was quiet. So I'm going to project. Are you in the right microphone? Yeah, I'm on the butt cheek. Oh, okay. I just, it's because of the, the headphones, man. It makes, I'm talking and it sounds louder, but it's only because stuff is muffled in my head. Wow. I had to turn this right down. Your volume is right. Super low. So you had to turn it down because my volume was low. I had to turn my volume low because you were super loud. Volume on my computer is like oh. a 10. I don't know if that works. If only we could afford real equipment. Well, I got tipped off. Bought, if only you hadn't bought yourself that portable recording device. I got tipped off by uh, Catherine of Flock and Nerds of this uh, online recording thing we could be using uh because this hangout's going to disappear at some point so we got to figure out how to still do this and it uh, turns out there are other options out there to help us record live conversations other than skype what's going with uh hangouts what's going on no one's using it yeah google they 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 can't leave stuff alone they have to keep shutting stuff down i'm sure something's going to get rolled out with youtube YouTube streaming, but, uh, you know, we don't know what it'll look like or if it will behave the same, uh, and do what we want it to do here. Like where you just call each other up and you record it at the same time where it's all out of your hands. It's all looked after for you. That's how I like it. So anyways, there's a couple, there's a couple programs you need all to right. look into. I decree that you look into it. 
So you can go ahead and check those out. Look into well, them. If, uh, maybe if Catherine had told me about it. Well, I was uh, participating in a chat on a live stream that Tom Cruise doesn't appear on very often because he's oh, busy. Uh, I wasn't invited to that one. You weren't invited. <laughs> what do you mean? The one last week? I, I can't remember if it was the cartridge club hangout or if it was someone's live stream. Oh, I don't remember. There's so many I go to. No, you don't. No, if you, you. did, that's I wouldn't, you. I wouldn't get hit with the, I'm where's so Joe. Busy. I have to talk to everybody. Well, I like to support the I community. I want people to know I'm still out there. I'm a supporter. They know I you're out there. The people. I, I support them the too by watching their content. Well, do you? I watch all the ones that I like. And most people know that. Well, so what do you want to get started with today? You got anything uh, you want to get off your chest first? or? Mm. Mm. Do you want to get through some comments before we move into uh, yeah, let's our, do that. our very game exchange weekend? Knock that out of the way. Start to uh, move into the Lotus corner and get some comments out of the Let's way. Go. Hey, what? Hey, I got an idea. How about I bring up all the comments on my end and read them because you can't be bothered. I let you do it because How I about know we do that. You love hearing the sound of your voice out there. How about, how about I go ahead and call up all the comments and do that. How about Bill talks because that's what he loves to do. Even though he thinks so. that he doesn't. I'm a pretty quiet guy. Really? Because your lips did not stop flapping all weekend. Flippy flap. I guess we'll start with, uh, as you know, as you saw in the video I put up about the Barry Game Exchange, we saw Joe's lips not flapping and frowning and looking like a big meanie. So, yeah, I'm sorry if I, uh, sorry if I was the nice guy. What do you mean? You put a video up? Anyways, uh, we'll start Lotus Corner with Lotus Dark's comment on last week's episode. I have to side with Bill on this one. Yes, as normal. It's in the jingle. You take a block from the bottom and you put it on the top. You take a block from the middle and you put it on the top. Jenga. Is that how it yeah. goes? He sides with me. That's what I said. No, you say you take a block and you throw it away. No, I said you put it on top. And uh, you're like, no, you don't. Are you hallucinating? Yes. I mean, no. <laughs> Holy you back paddle, one, Henry. I, when I said that I put it on top, you gave me the weirdest look and it's like, no, you don't do that. Are you imagining things? You said you take a block out and you discard it. That's what well, I said, said. That's an option too. Oh my God. It's, when no, I it's... my kids, we put it on top because it oh, extends the life wow. of the game. Wow. Yeah, this is recorded. People people can go and listen to hear yeah, what you go said. Go back and listen, guys. That's exactly okay. what I said. There's two ways to play it. Right. Okay. Uh, but the way to play it properly is you take it out and you put it on top. And this is where Derek is snipping out the audio of last week's episode and placing right. it on there. I hope he does because that's proof. You are insane. You lose entire blocks of memory with this neck injection you take. It's 
I injection in my upper thigh. Anyways, he goes on to say, well, I hope you guys saw a lot of stuff and have fun too at the Bear Game Exchange. Uh, he says, I'd love to see some footage of what everyone's selling, but I know it's hard to do with only you, Bill, stuck at the table because Joe's always. Yeah, I'm out star. getting the footage. So maybe ask Joe while he's out signing autographs mm. to take some video footage. Well, Lotus, you can check out my channel. I posted a six or eight minute video. Of course. Not of on. Was that on the start to continue the footage that I had is I, I snuck out just to get this footage. And you put that on our channel. That was generous of you. Is that what you're saying? No, our channel is getting the pickups or your channel is getting the pickups. Mm. I should say. Well, on our channel, I put up, uh, did you? a STC vendor table tour because that's what Lotus has been asking for. Mm. Uh, so it's our table. It was a quick two and a half minutes garbage with, uh, Joe frowning his pants off in every scene. I don't remember that. Well, it was right as the doors were open. It was a very stressful moment, especially for me more on that later. Uh, that was uh, Lotus likes to comment on our YouTube channel. Start to continue. So that's where you can also leave comments as these episodes are uh, simultaneously released on YouTube at the same time as Podbean and Stitcher and Spotify and everywhere else. That's all me. Yeah, I'm sure you set that up. However, if you go over to our actual forums at uh, cartridgeclub.org in the community podcast section, in the STC pod section, uh, there is a spot where you can comment on every episode. And this time I did launch the thread. And if, you know, I don't do it, feel free, guys. You can launch it for me. It's no problem. First, first one, and again, Allow me, please, to call this up because I know that would be way too much for Joe Listen, to call this up. Are these all on the YouTube it. channel? I can do that too. I, do if, were you listening to me? I just said we went to cartridgeclub.org now and we're going through. Well, oh. just pick a comp, couple comments out from uh, Mighty Q Dog. He quotes us when we said only museums and Q Dogs and Joe can afford shelves like that. Always nice to be mentioned on STC Pod. He says his shelves are from Ikea, and I think the price is pretty reasonable given that we had mixed requirements for storage and appearance since they're in a room which isn't strictly a game room. It's Isn't that the den? What they call the den? So, yeah, they have all so many rooms, they have to call them all different names. And uh, then we get into, because me and you, we went on a little... Uh, you know, medical, political mm -hmm. thing. Also, Jason Heine's medical bill is not typical as he did not have health insurance. Had he had insurance, his out-of-pocket bill would have been much less. In the U.S., under the Affordable Care Act, which is also known as Obamacare, there was a mandate, the so-called individual mandate, to purchase health care or pay a penalty, but that rule went away in 2019. So in the U.S., you had the option of not paying for health insurance, i.e. it's not forced through taxes or other means, but that carries a risk if you get sick or injured. Unfortunately for Jason Heine, that risk became a reality, and he wishes us luck at the Bear Game Exchange as well. I, You know, I can imagine our chat up last week of the American uh, healthcare situation 
might have got on the nerves of uh, some of our American friends because we're talking out of our ass, right? We don't live there. So, and, you know, Canadians can say all they want about free healthcare and everything, but of course we do pay for it. We pay for it in our taxes. But uh, I wonder if Jason uh, has now become wise and got health insurance or maybe after this bill is paid off. Like, I mean, <laughs> I hate to, hate to get going again, but uh, Americans are forced to pay like defense taxes, arms forces taxes. Why can't they be forced to pay healthcare taxes? I, 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 I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, maybe it's the fact that their population is so much larger than say compared to ours. Then wouldn't um, that healthcare tax be actual lower? Cause more people I don't are contributing know. to it. Or what if more people started taking advantage of it? Wouldn't everybody have to pay more to be able to cover the costs of that much larger of a population taking advantage of this new healthcare? Well, that's the thing. it's not everyone is a Joe who takes 15 injections for 12 different imaginary ailments. One injection. Anyways, moving on, uh, frantic Josh, uh, from his podcast, um, frantic thoughts also on the cartridge club. Is this he's society, been, Josh? Yeah. He's been good writing in on our forums a lot of it. Uh, the healthcare topic is highly debated in America. And there's a lot of politicians on the side of universal health care. I won't get too political here. And it's probably obvious which side of the argument he is on. But I feel that some form of it will pass in the future. We did have the Affordable Care Act, but it did feel like a half measure, although it did help a lot of people. Health insurance isn't cheap and can be complicated to get afford if you're if you own your own business. Jason Heine had the issue since he owned his own business and therefore didn't have health insurance. He said they never really had health problems before, and all this came out of nowhere, so we probably didn't think. He really needed health insurance. However, you know, that what happens. And then the ear canal cleaning that Joe got would have cost around $95 at urgent care without insurance. Just which, for a little uh, spritz of, uh, of water in the ear. Yeah. Josh says it's still a lot for what it is. Oh. And then he goes on to say, agrees with me. Also, Woodstock would have been an incredible experience mud and all i got into that generation of music in high school good stuff i am glad to hear that josh has gotten into that kind of music because that is the music you see how my lips are pursed right now <laughs> that music will not go away because it was that good it changed a generation it was that powerful i don't think the music of today is going to be you and josh go play in the mud Go play in the mud, both of you. Hey, and uh, like I said last week, with the 50th anniversary coming up, um, there's going to be another probably Blu-ray release of that concert. And uh, the more footage you can watch of that concert, the better it gets. There's a, there was a 40th anniversary set, which is great. Um, you got to get these big director cut versions of that movie though because the first cut even though it was super long is still left out a lot a lot of great performances so you gotta get the extra performances in there 
And that's it for Lotus's Corner for this week. I think you should dye your beard. I'm looking at it right now. Really? There's a lot of... Uh, Lot, lot more gray on there than when I first met you. I, you don't know what you're talking about. Yours is all gray. No, mine's sexy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mine's gray right in the chin, man. That's the way the ladies love it's it. It's gray everywhere. Most not. Word control. Yeah, it's all patches. Yeah, I'm dying it. I'm getting the <laughs> just for men. I w- don't doubt it. I am. I'm going to get it tomorrow. You're going to dye your stupid, your, your little bit of stubble. It's like Don Johnson height stubble. That's worth dying. Yeah. I'd love to see that. You you'll, have yours, man. you'll have brush that's marks the, on your skin. That stuff comes off. I don't have a uh, gray anywhere else on this body. Not even in the pubes, man. They're black well, night. Well, I don't even really have pubes anymore. Why don't we prove that and grow some stuff out up top there? Because well, I've no, seen there, it. There would be gray up there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I shave it so it doesn't count. Yeah, that still counts. No, it doesn't. It's not there. I've seen it when you miss a day and uh, and the shadow comes in. I see what's doing. Respect. <laughs> Respect, exactly. Exactly. And if I, if I had a full head, I'd still do the touch of men thing, whatever it's called being touched by men, whatever that company is. Touch of gray. Hmm. That's the title of this episode. Being touched by a man. Touch of gray is a great, grateful dead song. So I appreciate it. All right, give me a timeout for a second. With the skeletons in the video. Give me a timeout. Nope. I'm going to keep on talking. Bill's got a Spider-Man pajamas on, and uh, I guess the kids are the kids are asking for Daddy because he's just left and gone upstairs, so now I can describe what I see in the background here. His communication desk is surrounded by boxes, which I hope one day topple on him while we're recording. And I watch as the solely gets crushed alive by whatever's inside this mountain of cardboard boxes behind him. Today was a good day, though. Full of energy, pep and vinegar. Went to the gym right away. Did a good chest workout. Oh, those back. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's. I bet I missed some real interesting chat there. I just telling the audience about how... Couple scenarios on how I'd like to see you meet your demise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of them being crushed by that mound of boxes behind you while we're recording. It's all well a, organized. I take a picture of my phone as your body gets crushed alive mm. until you okay. pop like That's a good. big cherry. Pop. Is that what you like thinking about? Sometimes. Good. Good. I watched Wonder Woman again last night. Why? It's a fun movie. It's one of the few DC movies that are actually worth watching. Mm, I think it's kind of overrated. It's not for you. No, it's not. Because no, it's not that stuff for you. It's 
lot overrated. Because there's not muscly men in it. It's a woman, so I don't like it. <laughs> oh, no. That's, That's not it. I don't That's like it. They gloss over a lot of important things that have to happen to make the storyline work. They do that for all these stupid movies. And They're then there's real movies, Bill. There's stupid and there's stupid stuff in there that you, that should drive you crazy because it drives you crazy on other things. In all the other hero movies, yeah, which you know what I do? Crazy. I let it slide because it's a fantasy. Why do you let it slide for this one? That's what I'm wondering. Well, because she's hot. What were we watching that uh, bad things to her? What were we watching that had lots of uh, Aquaman? Oh. <laughs> No, I couldn't get through that. I walked away from Aquaman. You kept watching it, of course. Well, I wanted to say I saw it. Because it had dude with his shirt off for most of the movie. Uh, Yeah, but he's not that jacked up. He's just. Anyway, it was okay. Yeah, that did not hold my attention at all. Okay. No, I was thinking of we watched the Bumblebee movie and it's full of. Biggest piece of shit. It, yeah, it was full of that kind of sass. Was, that was the, I would have. Uh, you were upset about, but I mean. I wasn't upset. It was another yeah. big waste of my time again. Once again, another Transformer movie completely wastes two hours of my life. I will well, never hear that franchise. It was a step in the right direction. And you still got pretty excited when you got to see Soundwave. Uh, actually, I sort of nodded off. <laughs> and then that's I woke up for a second. When he was there, that movie is garbage. It's I disgusting. mean, it was fine. No, it, how do you, you say that's fine and Wonder Woman isn't? What's the matter with you? Because it was not stupid, like Fast and the Furious, just stupid. Bumblebee, Bumblebee wasn't like the Fast and the Furious. They, they tried to make it a little entertaining, and it was like it was. It was the script of the Iron Giant, as I had predicted it would be. And, uh, anytime there was a scene with like quiet whimsy or something, you got super upset about, oh, they're trying to be charming. How dare they shoot some missiles? You know, it's, it's not that kind of movie. It's, it's a, it's a charming movie full of whimsy. I'm not even having this conversation with you because you're completely wrong. The movie was a waste of two hours of my life. I'll never get back. It that's it wasn't supposed to be a dark, brooding uh explosion fest. It was supposed to be a movie of discovery and wonder. And it wasn't. I don't think well, it wasn't for us. Let, it, let's just say let's that's, say it wasn't for anybody with a brain. How about that? It was um you know, it was a young teenager film. But it yeah, still had. Didn't I just say that with my previous sentence? It still had. It's. It still was trying to be entertaining and humorous, and you know, it was nice and light. It was fine. That it I can take for fine. what it is. Yeah. This Aquaman and the the flying through the water and shooting weird water Listen, they guns gotta do something they can't have him actually swim through the water and it would take forever and then oh i'm not gonna swim in the water i'm gonna ride this crab or whatever well don't you move in the water faster than riding this crab in the water why he needed oh, the uh, crab to go with him <laughs> <laughs> or or we get into an underwater hot rod now okay 
and gloss over the whole story, how Atlantis sunk and, but through technology, we survived and we just glossed over how that managed to happen. They don't have time. They don't have time. And half the people that are watching the movie would get bored by stuff like that, which you and I would find interesting. Yeah. Give me some junk science, make it up. They don't have time. There's no time for it. I just told you why. But they had time walking in the desert and all that shit, jumping from an airplane. That could have all be taken out. I didn't say that part was good. Yeah. You said the whole movie by Zack Snyder. Yeah. Well, he's what, what's he got going for him lately? I don't know. How's he writing? That's what he does. That's what he does. He writes the shit he does. Yeah. Bada bing. All right, let's get going because this show's almost over. There's another day of fighting about movies in the room. <laughs> well, we had to get those two out of the way. And we watched uh, Paul Newman, so whatever, man. Yeah. One, one good movie and one okay movie and one crap movie. We've got the whole flavor, the trifecta of of the movie watching experience. And we're just disagreeing about which one was the pure crap movie. Yeah. If you like the Bumblebee. Iron Giant, you're going to like Bumblebee. Anyway, like the Iron Giant, you don't need to watch Bumblebee apparently. So take my advice and save yourself the two hours. Yeah, you got that right. Oh. Derek, I'm clip that out. I was talking about myself. So this weekend was the Barry Gang Exchange. We were working. Right. It was a work weekend for us because Haji likes booking it on on our weekends. We work, so uh, we worked Friday and Saturday and took Sunday off. And uh, that's why it seemed like yesterday. It just seemed like man, this weekend flew by because I didn't really have. It wasn't a weekend off. I was working, and then I had the Barry Gang Exchange, and that was a full day. I had the distinct pleasure of welcoming some company the night before I had, uh, of two dorks fame, Derek and his wife, Cynthia came over and then, uh, buried on Mars and Sarka Sim, Sarah, they came over and, uh, they both couples spent the night. So we got to party it up the night before a bit, have a few ciders, uh, eat some veggie tray. Right. I heard there broccoli. wasn't much partying though. No, we're all, we're all too old. We peter out pretty fast. I had one uh, tall boy cider and, uh, I went to get up and that thing hit me. I'm like, Whoa, (laughs) man, I don't drink a lot. I got to get back to drinking because that thing made me feel like a lightweight. I got to get training for, uh, for uh, C3. Uh, yeah. So they came over good times and uh, then we had to get up super early the next day because joe was i uh woke up at uh, what time did i wake up Whoop. Oh. my wife just told me she's had four vodka shots nice but you're not allowed to uh, she's no she's out in british columbia right now um, oh, Whistler, wherever that is. Where's Whistler? So why are you afraid of saying that you're going places? I'm not. 
I put my foot down. Put that big fat ding dong out. And lay down the law. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, I woke up at um, five thirty. Uh, had a shower and stuff. Had a, a little bit of a breakfast. Had to get gas. Went to the Wait, bank. You had breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He had breakfast. Well, I, I had remember that, breakfast. folks. He had a breakfast before arriving. Okay. I, well, I had a little bit because I knew there'd be probably two hours before I had to eat again. Oh God, not two hours. So got gas, did the bank thing, and I traveled exactly a hundred kilometers on that highway, speed wise, all the way up to uh, the Barry. I was proud of myself because it's the first time I didn't use GPS to get to your house. So after ten trips, I finally have it memorized. Showed up exactly at 7.20, I believe. And as I'm pulling in, who pops out of the garage but Billy when he was adamant that I not show up until at least 8 o'clock? Yeah, and did I know better? Yes. Well, I was going to show up early, and that way I could take my time packing the car up and not have to rush. But then you know, we were all, of course, waiting on Mars time for him to uh, get going before we could finally leave. Because <laughs> I was starving again, and we had to get out for breakfast. So we went to uh, Flapjacks. Well, there was five of us had to get through the shower system. So that I was know a good way to get around that, two at a time. True. My tub has an awful slope to it, though. It's dangerous. The couples should have been uh, coupling up in the shower there. That's true. Yeah, that could have sped things along. So it wasn't until, geez, what, 8.30 before we went to our restaurant. Yeah, we just beat the rush. Sat down, had about a billion cups of coffee because the service kept coming by every two <laughs> seconds asking if we wanted refills, which was which, nice because you don't normally get that. That's great, yeah. So I'll, I'll be, I'll take being irritated every five minutes to ensure that, I have a nice cup of coffee. That was Jack's pancake factory on Maple View. Jack's slap cake hut. So yeah, we had a fantastic breakfast there. Uh, Joe got just one or two breakfasts. I don't remember. It was a massive platter of, uh, everything was on there. Yeah. Lumberjack platter, right? Okay, so he had four eggs, he had home fries, he had sausages, he had bacon, he had uh, three pancakes to go along with it. No, there's only two. He had toast and fruit, a big skewer of fruit. Yeah, but I was cutting back though, so I, I left one slice of toast and probably half of the potatoes because I didn't want to fill up on the carbs too much. I didn't, didn't slow you down on those pancakes. So that place makes really nice eggs. I was telling you. And we all think that you did not taste them because when my plate finally came to me, I was uh, looked across to make sure everyone had their stuff before I started eating. And I, Oh, Joe, uh, I don't know if you noticed, they forgot to give you your eggs. And he looks up, yolk dripping down from his chin he scooped them up in one giant 
ladle full and just slurped them down his throat like an otter. But uh, he liked them. He says he liked them. You're exaggerating a little bit, but I did enjoy them. I ate civilized because that's, I'm cultured in public. Jeez. See, I don't usually like their eggs there. That's my one drawback for that joint. And because they do the old uh, skillet fry of the three eggs at once. Yeah, but they're not, they weren't burnt like top or bottom. They were nice, white, smooth. Yeah. They can never get the yolk right at that point. They can't get it runny enough because you can't cook three no, yolks at it was once runny, perfectly. And the the good part was you didn't get any of that, um, you know, when you cook it at home, sometimes you get that uh, uh, goo of the yeah. egg that doesn't completely cook. The slime. Yeah. No slime on this one. That's right. It's well, delicious. they do it in that, in the skillet. And so that forces the egg whites to rise up a little bit higher and the yolk kind of settles in there and, uh, you just can't cook the yolk. Yeah. You know, they usually get a little bit overdone that way. Just do eggs one at a time. Why is that so hard? Cause they're in a fast, uh, paced, uh, dining environment. It took us long enough to get the food already, man. No, the food came. The food came pretty quick. Uh, it's really good. They, they do good pancakes there, though, eh? I got to say, even though I didn't have any. I've had them before. They're good. They're, they're pretty good. They're big. And the home fries are really good. Uh, yeah, they're right. Bacon was per uh, cooked perfectly. <laughs> what nice. did you feed yourself tonight? Because it's uh, all coming I'm up. Drinking, uh, drinking uh, one of my wife's ciders right now, an Okanagan apple cider. Crisp apple. Oddly enough, this is from uh, British Columbia, Canada. Now, the thing that were the uh, pool party, you pounded all these back. Oh no, yeah. you didn't drink these. You, you drank the uh, the sweet stuff. What was that other one? That is sweet. That you got. No, there. the one the, the the lips on the front. The pommies. Was it the pommies? Yeah, those are nice. No, it wasn't the pommies. You like the other one. Is in the tall can too. There's another cider. Oh, there's eight billion. Oh, you mean uh, no, no boats? No boats no. is great. I drink that garbage. That's the that's one of the best. Super nope. mellow cider. No. Anyways, the thing that held us up was getting the bill afterwards. That oh. seemed to take forever. And so we were there an hour probably at this place. That took us into 9.30. Uh, VIP enters the game exchange at 11, so I could feel the time crunch, and Joe's going crazy. Well, he was going crazy when he showed up at my house for time, so let alone an hour later after eating. And we just found out, of course, people, that that was his second breakfast. So uh, what... Now we took one car there, right? So you had to drive me back to my house to grab you my car. Back, you checked on the kids. I left and met you at the show where I started. I paid for the table when I got there and then immediately started bringing stuff in. And then you showed up uh, 10 minutes later or so. Yeah. We had two car loads of stuff and we just unloaded everything at the table. Uh, you dropped a bunch of my stuff, cracked a couple systems, <laughs> literally. Yeah, okay. 
Well, you kept piling stuff on top of the table. Why not put it on the floor so we can then because sort stuff I on knew top of the I table? I wouldn't knock anything over because I'm careful. And then here comes uh, the Incredible Hulk barreling in, and you just brrr, throw it on the table. Yeah. Game cubes go flying. <laughs> Let's just lift this 60 pounds up over my head past the fence he built on the table. Let's just say when. Uh, that GameCube came crashing on the floor. Everybody turned to look and gasps were going out like, <gasps> no, it was cause that uh, chess board of mine went, which I was more concerned with. Cause those are like ceramic pieces. Oh, anyways. So I left you to deal with the table. Uh, I took care I, of everything as always. I still had to go get, like a float, get some cashola for change. I have right? to ask you again why you were not prepared the night before. Uh, I got two kids. So do I. And I drive a long commute. And by the time I get home, I had to drive up to Barry as well. I had people coming over. I had to. I had entertainment duties, so I never got the invite to come over until day of the show. Uh, by the way, thank you for letting me leave a tiny bit er earlier from my work. It's what nice I do. You, you could have let do. me go way earlier, but uh, you held me until um, know, I still appreciate it. I let you go an hour early. Could have been At two hours. Point, you could have hit the machine on the way home. Actually, when I left our work, the highway was a parking lot. So it was to know oh, what happened again. Some, was it a rollover or something? No, it was just, it was just volume. It was insane. Oh, I thought there was an accident that night. So stupid. Saturday night, Saturday at, uh, five 30 it's rammed just due to volume. I was so pissed and every route was the, there was no backup way to go. Everything was rammed. So I just left early to sit on the parking lot a little bit longer. Anyways. That's Toronto. So I had to leave you that next morning to get the table arranged, which I knew that'd be you and your glory anyways to do that. And we had it predetermined how well, we're we setting did, things yeah, up. Like you said, we, that previous time I came up a couple of weeks before we took pictures. So I had all my pictures in front of me on my phone of how the table should be set up, which I think really helped out and saved us a boatload of time, a lot of stress and aggravation. It's nice being able to just pull stuff out and go, okay, this goes here, that goes there. And then it was just sort of like the little things of last minute pricing and which we need to, we need to correct that process and have everything pre-priced. So you left, you went to go get cash. Yeah. I know this one bank machine at that end of town where once you put your card in everything and get your money, it'll ask you what denomination do you want? So you could get out like a hundred dollars and fives if you wanted to. No problem. Well, that's, neat. that's that's why I wasn't concerned about having to go to a bank during banking hours and talking to somebody. And Wait, was that an actual bank you went to? Yeah. Yeah. The TD bank it's outside uh bank machine will ask you what denomination you want. So that's why I wasn't sweating it. Oh, what the hell? So after I left you, I went straight there to do that. I pull in, no lineup. So I drive right up to the thing, put my card in, ask for your pin number. I put my pin number in 
I'm having to reach a little bit because it's a little bit far away from the window and I put the last digit in wrong. So, ah, oh, okay. Well, a correction. Okay. Hit the correction button and then the whole machine blows up. Technical error. Uh, please contact your branch to get your card back. This machine is keeping your card. And then the window flashed again, like a kill screen. And there's like Chinese symbols on it. And it said machine out of order. Uh, come back next time, whatever. And I, <laughs> the, the look on my face, if you could have captured it at that point, just arms raised going, what, what is happening? What can I do? This is Sunday in the morning and this bank just ate my card and the bank has all my money. It's like, what is a guy to do? Like this could only happen to me with my luck. I couldn't believe it. I was so angry. I bet you, you blamed it on me somehow. <laughs> like, what is a guy to do? Right. You, I'm in this situation where I need small bills to go to uh, this thing to sell stuff. That's only happening this day on a Sunday when the banks are closed and that thing ate my card that that'll get me my money. And there's, there's no arguing with the machine. It's not like, you know, redo your pin number or whatever. It's done. The machine is dead. And so I call, I'm forced to like call the bank. And meanwhile, time is ticking away, right? Uh, I get through to the bank after being on hold for a bit. And I explain the situation. I'm like, you guys have my card. Uh, you got my money. I don't, I need money. And they're like, oh, sir. Uh, you know what? That branch happens to be open later on today at noon. You can just come back. I'm like, that's not, that's not working. I'm let's, let me put it. I'm going away. I need money now. How do I do that? I did remember I had my visa card. So I'm like. All right. I suppose I can do a cash advance, but one thing I know about credit cards, when you do cash advances out of machines with credit cards, they charge you up, up the wazoo with fees. So I'm like, let me take cash out with my visa, but uh, waive all the fees for me. Oh yes, sir. We can certainly do that, but I got to put you through to the, to the visa center for that. So she transfers me over and you got to tell the whole story over again. And of course it's a big wait on hold for that time's ticking away. I'm like, I, I, I got to make the decision. Do I sit here and wait in front of the bank machine and then do the cash advance or do I get driving and make my way to the thing and maybe get cash out of the machine at the venue times ticking away. So I ended up, okay, I'm going to start driving to the venue. And if this gets sorted out while I'm chatting to him and driving, then maybe I can hit another bank machine on the way but I'm still on hold for a long time. And then I finally pull into the venue and I'm still dealing with the guy with the cash advance business. And he's like, yep, yeah, let me just set this up for you. And I'm in the backseat pulling boxes out and putting them on my roof. Cause there's still some things left in my car to bring in. Hello, sir. Are you there? I'm hearing noises. Yeah, I'm still here. What's what's going on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you want to take money out today? Oh, yeah, just, just today. Let's do it. Okay. Go ahead and do it at the bank machine. Now I'll see if it goes through. I'm like, no, I'm not at a bank machine anymore. Sometime today. I'm going to need it. I'm going to take money out. Just please. Okay. Boop, 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 boop. More time on the phone. 
anyways, all that time that my buffer was my buffer time got all eaten up with the guy on the phone. I never ended up getting to a bank machine. So I went back inside to the venue, met you, put the finishing touches on the table, uh, you know, brought my stuff out from in behind all of your stuff like you like to do. And, uh, uh, I set the table up the way it was supposed to be. Right. <laughs> and then all the time was gone. So the doors opened, and I'm like, here we go. No change. This will be fun. Hey guys, no change. Don't, don't ask me for change. And, uh, the very first guy who bought something needed, uh, $5 and change. Luckily my wallet held off from some time was a $5 bill. So I did have that. That was my one bit of change. And, uh, from there, luckily enough, I didn't have to offer change. People just started paying with the exact amount for the rest of the day, for the most part until mid mid show, this guy who just walked in, bought. Uh, we had a bin full of four for 15 game titles, the bulk games. And he bought four for 15 and he goes, here you go. $50 bill. I'm like, Oh my, really? Am I a bank? $50 bill. We, sorry. I just, this is my first table. I just started. Like, oh, uh, okay. And this place is so big, so packed, right? You don't want to send people on their way and expect them to come back. So they will never find their way back. Even if they have intentions to come back, they won't find you. So luckily by that time I had enough cashola to uh scrape together the change which uh what's what's 50 minus 15 what's the change 35. on that nice joe got it right away good 35 but you had uh you had no problem like that right you had lots of change i never had any i never had anyone to give me uh big bills but no i came to the show with um actually uh nothing less than a 20 Oh what no, sorry. Saying? I had uh I had a no, I had a at one ten and two fives from breakfast that, after I paid the breakfast bill. What do you mean? You didn't have a float set no, aside either? I never got around to doing it. <laughs> normally, That's right. normally on my way up, right, I'll hit, you know, a gas station or something and buy some munchies for during the show. And I mm -hmm. uh, just never got around to doing it. That's right, because so. you paid cash for breakfast. So it worked out good. Yeah. And then the money started coming in from the people. Uh, we had a great spot, by the way. Thanks, Haji, for getting us that spot yes. right by the entrance. Haji, can we do uh, the same setup for the next uh, show, please? Let's, yeah. uh, you, because Haji, Haji had the best table, which was his right because it was his event. So he was the first table that people saw literally as they walked onto the vendor floor. And then we were two tables down from that. No, three tables, sorry. Mm -hmm. We were the third table down from his. And uh, that was great, Haji. So let's let's uh, keep that up. That was great. You know why? You know why he did that? Respect. That's right, baby. That's Goddamn right. right. It was out of respect. And we had some fun neighbors, right? The Cartridge Club community was uh, all in, eh, it was all all in a row. Had, one neighbor was cranky and the other the other side was good <laughs> you don't even want to say who it was uh we were um next to uh buried on mars so kevin was uh to our left and to our right was 
Josh and uh, Canadian Retro Troy. Yeah. So that was good. Though yeah. there's a, there was a bit of a the wall that was built between our table and uh, Josh's table was sort of uh, not conducive to carrying on a clear conversation. Our table was stacked. Like it was the highest table in the entire, the entire uh, floor. I think. Would you agree? We try yeah. to go high as, as high as we can every time. Yeah. That's a, that's a, it's a terrible idea, but that's what we do. It's not like, good. Like step stool high. <laughs> we have massive towers. And you know, what's funny. We had, uh, we got to get one of those flashing, you know, like those red lights that flash at, uh, at sales or something, you know, like the, the police light. Mm-hmm. Cause we had stuff centered on the table and we had a sign. We had two signs, one in front of these bins and one sticking out of the rear bin. I'll saying all, all games in these bins, four for 15. And we still had to say that to every customer that came to the table. Yeah. We're getting people like, Oh really? I didn't know that. There's a sign right in front of you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's content overload it's when they see it. When they see these tables, it's too much to see. And our, our table is just, it's like a hoarder's table of uh, cacophony of madness. It's too much. We need to rethink this whole thing. And uh, let me tell you, big changes for the next, next time we vend, if we're vending again. Big changes. One, having uh, the spotlight, having the, the that bulk game garbage taking up so much real estate on the tabletop that's got to go i was complaining that whole show i'm like people are focused in on these nickel games and because of that they never see the goods you have to like lead them pull them by their face and say look up here a little bit this way and up is where the goods are and they're like oh i didn't even see that tower there yeah Look this, look up people. So those games, they got to go on the floor, dude. If we're going to, no, there's got to be one bin on the table. No, the goods are on the table. Bulk shit is on the floor. No, we get the one bin and we just turn it lengthwise. Instead no, I mean, it go width across the table. Fuck there's, that shit. That shit's still sold, dude. Yeah, and I you know. Got, you just trim it down to stuff that will sell quicker than the everyday stuff. No. I'm no, it's done. Bulk games are out of there. Good stuff's on top. Yeah, you sold a bunch of titles out of there, but still, I'm at, you know, when that one guy bought the whole fistful of goods out of the tower, imagine if we could sell like that the entire show. Yeah, but that was a fucking dealer guy. No, it was. I'll buy these and but jack the price up even more. Well, no matter. That made your day, man. Made your nut. I paid for I the stuff to, that I bought already. I had to go look for the defibrillator in the arena after that guy waved that wad of cash at you. I, you all The blood ran out of your face and your hand started shaking. Mm, making sounds like that. I, I guess I'll take, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you. Holy shit. My eyes were wide because no one's buying my goods because all this nickel crap all over the place. 
Like you son of a bitch. What are you talking about? You sold a bunch of systems that I didn't think would sell. No, I was happy for you, man, because I know you didn't make as much the last show. So this was your show to the last show sucked. So I was happy for you. Yeah, it was hard to concentrate because Troy beside us kept jumping around with happy dances every two seconds because he was bringing in so much cash. Just wanted to kneecap. Well, it didn't look like he was selling much. Oh my god, he was having a party of a lifetime. He made it like a bandit. Unless he had so much stock because their, the, their table all just always seemed full. And he would sell like a system for like twice the amount of money that that system was sitting on our table. Like it, it boggled my mind how our hardware didn't sell mm. until the very end. Especially you with that PlayStation 1 for 15 bucks complete and, and no one bought it. Yeah, like I said, he sold one at the show for 15 but Kevin sold a PS2. Yeah. Who the fuck's buying a PS2 fat? That's what I mean. Bulk games are out of there, and we're just putting good stuff on the table, and it's going to be accessible to the eyeball. There's going to be stuff around it where you can see table, so it's not so uh, jarring. That's where... Like Kevin had luck selling game guides because they were up on the table where people could see them. My game guides, no one even bothered. No, they were going through it. There's no one bought any though. I think the goods, the goods have to go on the table. We'll figure it out. The bulk. Can we bring our own table in and put it behind that big table? So we can have a a wide table. We have a double decker table. Yeah. We just need a slightly bigger table, Haji. Can you accommodate us uh, next time? The width, the the width is fine. This will just make it a little bit deeper. The length say, is fine. Uh, yeah, by uh, two or three feet deeper. Yeah. Well, we kind of we kind of cheated that anyways, didn't we? With our massive bins, had to man. Yep. And our glass display. Did anything sell out of that freaking glass display? Yeah, my Pokemon audio cassette tape. Right. That got a lot of heat. Everyone asked about that, but didn't want to spend money on it. I thought you sold something out of it. Oh, I sold that Sailor Moon watch. watch. Finally. I can't believe like dude bought that. Piece of shit. That was good. It's gone, man. We did not sell one VHS. Even though this time we only, we only brought one VHS and that was my, uh, my Sega game tips video VHS. Yeah, that had some lookers too, but no one. Yeah, well, that was a double because I got two, and I had to, I had to convince myself to bring the double to sell. Like I need to keep two of something like that. Such an idiot. <sighs> but it was yeah. fun. Another long show. It was great to see everybody. J Rock, good to see J Rock. He popped up out of the blue. What a great surprise to see J Rock showed up. And then James. Didn't have a table this time, but he was there filming. I think he filmed the entire, did not stop filming the entire show. So he's probably going to have a boatload of video to go through and edit. Check out his YouTube channel for upcoming video footage of the Barry Game Exchange. What's his YouTube channel? Go ahead and say it. Yeah. What's his YouTube channel, Joe? You don't know what it is. What is it, Joe? No, no, you're doing that because (laughs) you don't know what it is. Oh, I know what it is, obviously. Really? Yeah. Go ahead and say it. Clickety-click on his keyboard. I can't believe you don't know. Go ahead and say it. Freaking Tom Cruise. 
get your assistant whispered in your ear. Retropixel. I know. <laughs> I thought you were testing. You were testing me because you forgot. I was testing you because you don't know. I know what it is. I thought you were testing me to make me look bad because you forgot what it was. So I was going <laughs> to play into your little game. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, we should call James Santa Claus, really, because he came bringing gifts for everyone. And uh, that was a nice treat. He's a good guy. What else can you say about him, man? Yeah. yeah thank, I thought... thank, thank you very much, James, for, I'm not going to say what you gave me, but thank you very much. much he was way too him. generous with you, for sure. You Why? won't even appear on his podcast. I'm appearing on it this year. Yeah, sure, Tom. I am. We've already talked about it. We just yeah. haven't set up a date. Of course, talked about it. I told him, let me know. Anyways, we'll see it in your pickup video, I'm sure, on Start to Continue's YouTube channel. Not to mention, Josh had, Josh Creepy, Creepy Josh, had several rounds of gifts for me. And, uh, that was super nice. He yeah. blew me away a couple times. How come I had nothing from Josh? His, you did so. No. Yes. What do you mean? He got you, uh, well, you'll see it in the pickup video, but a video game. I know, but I had to pay for that. Oh, well, you yeah. know, but that was nice of him to, uh, I totally forgot that he had picked that up for us. He got you and I both the same game. Yeah. I, I didn't remember either. I had a game for him. He had that for me and he had a stack of stuff and then he kept giving what was he more looking and more. For? He gave me this big giant thing, which is going to be crazy. If you see, uh, if we put it in the pickup video, it'll be fun to show off. What'd you ask? Um, what game was he looking for? Uh, it's a 3DS game, one of the Mario games I picked up hmm. that I'd been selling on eBay, oh, one. and I had one left. Unless I, you know what, I kind of think I immediately, when he said he wanted it, I took a copy of it and put it somewhere, and now I don't know where it was, because I ended up giving him the red version, which I'm not sure if that's what we discussed originally, but God knows what I do with things. I don't know, Spider-Man. Why oh, do you got your Spider-Man sweater on? Are you cold? Yeah, I'm in the basement and it's freezing. Which I put Kevin and Sarah down here on the pullout couch. And then uh I thought I had everything set up and I couldn't find one of my one of my big warm uh comforters. That's what so I'm like Kevin's a little furnace when he sleeps. <laughs> no, Kevin needed the the bankies. He's like, I need more bankies. I'm like, I yeah, I like lots of bankies too. But I can only <laughs> The ones I was finding was just these little remnant. Uh, oh, here's a SpongeBob. Here's a Dora. And they're just little four foot blankets. I'm like, oh my God, I look like such an idiot. Let me grab the one from the couch upstairs. I grab the one from the couch. It's like a tiny lap blanket, too. Like, what the hell is going on? Where the hell's my shit? Why don't you just carry down your 50 pound oh, no. lead ball blanket from upstairs? No, no, no. Oh, that's no. that's no, a no. good host, man. Yeah. That I did got the spooge on it. So then I, uh, I pulled out of the linen closet. I pulled out a big Spider-Man comforter for him. Actually, I don't think that was that big either, but it was fun giving him a Spider-Man comforter to sleep in. Sleep you didn't on. get any uh, spugazi on that, uh, lead weighted blanket yet. Have you? 
Um, I, no, I'm very accurate. How do you wash that? You take the lead out and then just wash the out, outside layer? Take the lead out. No, it's apparently washable. I haven't washed it, to be honest with you. It's a blanket in between blankets. Yeah, but it's super heavy. Break your machine. I, yeah, maybe. It's 20 pounds. That That's not going to break a machine. You know, what's a, a wet, normal load of clothes weigh? Yeah, I guess. So if you just threw that in there, and then that's supposedly it dries as well. You said there's lead balls in it. It's some kind of silica <laughs> beads or some shit in there. It sounds like, you know, those Australian rain tubes that go when you yeah. lift them up. Sounds like that when you lift your blanket up. Is it made out of uh, used silicon from breast implants? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it. That would be soft and heavy as it drapes on you and yet form fitting to your body. So yeah, uh, two dorks, Derek and Cynthia were there and they were selling, even though they didn't have a table, they were kind of, uh, had a spot here and there on Troy and Josh's table and they got rid of a bunch of stuff. I think those guys more made more freaking money than I did this time. It's not fair, but that leads me to, uh, this week's giant piece of shit of the week award and this guy's been earning it for a long time now oh. Derek of two dorks yeah piece of shit with love peace and love you know how I say Joe's a piece of shit because I love him so much this week's this week Derek is the biggest piece of yeah. shit because I love him so much take it Derek this guy because he's Mr. Automation with the Kijiji deals and everything right he has like robots and shit checking on ads for him all the time he got me into the world of drones. You know, I've been uh, talking about it for a long time. I just can't pull the trigger on these super expensive drones. And he's been flying a mid-level drone for a while now, and he really likes it by the manufacturer that I would go with. And he found the exact same one on Kijiji for a blowout price, like crazy blowout price. Cheap enough for him to, if I wasn't going to buy it, he would have bought it just as a backup because it was so cheap or to resell it. But he was nice enough to alert me to the ad. It was in his region. He was even the guy to go and drive and get it for me and pay the man and picked it up and tested it and made sure it was working and everything, gave it a little cleanup. And not only that, he kept on going and he found extra batteries on Kijiji at a fraction of the price and uh, all this extra stuff. And it finally all came to the house when they came to visit this weekend. So now thanks to my friend, Derek of two dorks, I am part of the drone community. I'm a drony with the DG D J I spark. That's the drone I got. I got tree batteries, one, two tree. And, uh, yeah. So I've, I tried it out today for the first time. It's even though it's this little thing, it's still kind of daunting when you turn it on for the first time, it's like one wrong step. And I think I'm going to make it explode, but it takes a little, uh, a little getting used to, of course, I'm an old hat flying those crappy little helicopters around little, uh, you know, those $20 helicopters you get at Canadian Tire. 
but this is like a Cadillac. So it's very nerve wracking, even though I got it at a fraction of a price of what you'd pay at retail, still, uh, still nerve wracking. You can see the live video from your phone as you're flying it. Cause it has the, the camera on the front and it has lots of neat automation in it too. So it won't let you fly it into something. You know, if it sees an obstacle in front of you, it'll stop and uh, it can land by itself. Like once you're done, you just hit a go home button and just flies back to its landing spot on its own. So it's pretty cool. I can't wait to uh, do some more stuff with that. And thank you, Derek, for the hookup. Nice. I'm a droney. All right, brother. Anything else? Gone heavy. Gone heavy? We, we just started. But it's over an hour. I got a, I got a lot of... Uh reorganizing i need to do here wrap it up uh did we thank everyone we were supposed to thank thank taji thanks james derek josh um <sighs> very game exchange will return in the fall in september bigger yep, yep. than ever not in the same location though i only got this luxury once uh, once by the way, well, I no, maybe next year for one show too. Yeah. I tried to get my kids to walk over and visit us while we were selling, but, uh, that would have been too embarrassing apparently for my older daughter. So that didn't really? happen. Yeah. Yeah. She even, we always go to the buffet afterwards, right. For a celebratory feast. And, uh, I never take the kids cause, uh, you know, why, why do I have to hassle with them? So. But this time I'm like generous. Hey, you know what kids, you can come to the buffet with me. And the big kids like, Nope. Like, no, you're not going to go to a buffet. Like that's her thing that she loves buffets. No, I'm not going buffet. You're not going to go to the buffet, the all you can eat buffet. And I'm offering this, this is not you begging to go one time. This is me offering it to you out of the blue. I'm not going to go with your gamer friends. <laughs> all right did she do the uh did she put her hand in front of her forehead and go losers <laughs> oh boy yeah that's it man you. she's embarrassed of you or maybe I, it was uh maybe it was kevin she didn't want to be seen around <laughs> yeah Alrighty, so that's it. Uh, everyone came back after the buffet. We had uh, some more fun times at the house. Uh, Josh uh, Creepley showed me some Beat Saber tricks, so that was fun. And uh, yeah, good times. Can't wait for the next one. If you, uh, I don't know, if you want to see pictures, if we put any pictures up, definitely look on Twitter uh, from uh, hashtag BGE or Barry Game Exchange or uh, follow us on Twitter at STC pod or at AC Decepticon. And of course uh, we did put up videos. My video that I shot was just a quick little table tour, two and a half minutes in and out. This video's done. So it's easy for you to check out. That'll be at uh, youtube.com slash start to continue. And I can only imagine the exciting video that my friend Mine Joe was has not put out. Uh, exciting. It's already out though. I put it out today as of Monday. So uh, 10 minute video, go to my life in collecting on YouTube. Woo. Well, there's a support guys. That's I what I got to put up with. And I don't worry. I'm sure he mentioned no other people 
in support of on that video. So no, it was just a quick, here's, yeah, yeah. here's footage exactly. I took guys. Enjoy. Exactly. Hey because guys. I think people either in person or I knew we were doing a pickup video so we can thank them all then. Just relax. Just you take care of yourself. By the way, one final, by the way, I bought nothing at the game exchange. That's how I bought busy nothing I was vending. from the vendors at the game exchange as well. Anyways, lots of cool stuff at the game exchange. Always there's is. A, there's a shirt guy this time making shirts live on the premise. You said there? There, was, uh, there was a custom game case guy there too. Doing custom game cases. Yeah, there's a table that had, uh, well, like box protectors and stuff like that, right? Yeah, the, the there's uh, cases. You got artists there. It's all there's all kinds of things. Anyways, there's a fire eater, sword swallower. It's crazy. Yeah, the the ladies that are naked that are all painted up. You know, it's a look. Yep. Uh, I uh, accidentally bumped into one of those. Well, you got to. Quote unquote, accidentally. All right. I think we've said it all. Barry Game Exchange, look for it in September back in Barry. It'll be bigger than ever. Uh, Are we invited to this one? The September one? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to finally get that special uh, sponsor dealership dealer, sponsor dealer deal. The secret, secret sponsor dealer deal. I, I do know the handshake for that. Okay, good. We're going to give them that handshake hard on our trip to Philadelphia this year. It's a nine-hour drive. I got strong hands. Post it and post it. <laughs>